This podcast is sponsored by PICC, Florida's leading public adjusters for 22 years of handling residential commercial claims in Florida. Dealing with an insurance company when having a property loss can be discouraging. Let PICC encourage you and maximize your compensation. Please call us at 305-956-3666. Okay, good morning. Today's class is in the Udishma Yerachmiel Dian Megadalia Sion Benema, Fushal Marasham Neyamina Dian Matsara, Mayor Tuvia Ben Chaya, and also Elisheva Margalit, Bad Shifra Lea. Also, a successor to Yerach Shemaim of Elisheva Nemakadi of Elisheva Emmet, Elisheva Shefra, Elisheva Reina Makam Tobasha, also a Fushalem of Hanabat Adel, Mayor Tuvia Ben Chaya. And God willing, um, March 10th and March 11th, single Shabbaton in Surfside, March 21st and March 22nd, the event in LA, and February 8th, this Wednesday night, there's a women's only event in Queens. Okay, please share and rate the podcast. All right, today is a wonderful day. Today is Tu Bishvat. We're going to talk about the significance of Tu Bishvat, practicality about Tu Bishvat. Today is also the birthday of the holy disciple of Rabbi Nachman Ben Fege, which was Rabbi Natan. This is where we're getting all these teachings. Rabbi Natan was all about the concept of constant renewal, constant moving. He was always on the run. Rabbi Natan was always on the run. And this teaches us today, today's a tremendous day to actually shift. There's a tremendous energy shift. Why? Because the first, the first half of this name of, of Shvat was backwards, right? Which represented a form of judgment, even though much better than, than, than Tibet itself. But this energy, now it's vav So God's name now is in order. So you could see, you'll see, you, you'll see a nice, nice run right now. God willing, starting from today. And today also parallels. We know that there's a, we spoke about the north, north, the north node, south node. That means there's a direct parallel between um, Tu Bishvat and Tu Be'av, right? We know that the complete opposite, for example, of Aquarius are, are, are Leos. So it's a complete opposite. So we know that also on today itself represents just like the opposite of, of 25, 40 days before creation was of, of uh, Tu Be'av, 40 days after Tu, uh, after tu, tu Be'av, was the 25th day of El, which represented the birthday, the birthday of mankind. So the same thing here, 25 days, 40 days of, after Tu Bishvat, it's 25th of Adar, which represents the 25th day of El. So it's this concept of, of, of the, the Aquarius, Breaking boundaries, expansions, newness, etc. This is what the energy you're tapping into. Now it's the time to now, now, now break through. This is definitely a breakthrough. And just like everything else in life, you have to first plant the seed. This is the day you start planting good habits. You start, you, every good habit starts with planting a seed. Your life comes down to decisions. You make it one day, I, de- I decided I'm going to stop eating this certain foods. Next thing you know, Tons of more energy. One day I decided, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not going to do that anymore. That's how, every, that's how long-term habits began, with one seed. So today, you should plant a seed in your life and make it grow. And how, does, how do things grow? They grow through faith. Faith causes rain to come down. So this is a practicality today. Make something grow today. Put a seed down, whatever you put, put it in potential. Nothing's going to grow if it doesn't become, at least plant something. 
Plant, put something, vision it, visualize it. Do something to plant that seed today. I don't care what it is, whether it's a health goal, whether it's a spiritual goal, whether it's a Shalom Bayit goal, whatever it is. Also, I'm, I'm God willing, I'm sponsoring a, uh, God willing, a couple hundred books for LA, also for Miami, for the Garden of Peace for Men. I, I, that book is, is definitely need, needs a, a new uh, reawakening. So whoever wants to help sponsor, wonderful. If you don't, wonderful also. I'll be happy to take the mitzvah by myself. But that book is definitely whoever is a man who should refresh and read the Garden of Peace. Strongly recommended. Because today we are being influenced by the stupid media and these people, they think they have, and somehow we've forgotten about the, the good old uh, sages that we have that have already mastered this wisdom. But we're influenced by all this chametz, you know, the nonsense, the tates, the this, the, all, the, all, the, all the chachamim, they're going to lead us all to zero at the end of the day. So we should, at the end of the day, like everything else, Got to go back to basics. And I've recognized that. Got to go back to basics. Everything else is just about going back to basics. And when we stop going back to basics, we end up complicating our lives. So men, strongly recommend. I'm going back to basics on every aspect of my life. And it's sometimes we forget. We forget the value of the basics. And that was a major wake-up call for me. A beautiful, just before we get into the... Um, the core of this, a beautiful concept by Rabbi Brody, which talks about the concept that why is man considered like a why is man considered like a tree? Why is man? We know that our sages tell us that man is considered like a tree. You should know from a tree, you can know a lot about your potential, your life about a tree. Today is a good day to lahabdo to hug a tree. Today is the day you should hug a tree and rec- represent what the hug, what the tree represents. Rabbi Brody says it's absolutely beautiful. He says. Trees have such a wonderful influence on the environment, the Zohar teaches that the one who gives comes from the side of holiness. That means ultimately our whole life and, and our whole purpose in our life is to become from the receiver to the giver. And what does a tree do? It does nothing but give. It gives oxygen, it shields, it protects. And this is something when man is a tree, we have to become that giver. Make a tremendous shift in life from a receiver to a giver. And exactly what the tree does, provide shelter, it's oxygen, shade, beauty, fruit, lumber to man. Just think about all the things that a person benefits from a tree. Just think about it. Think about it. That's why you're not allowed to cut a tree down. The, the amount of, because it's a giver. Tree is a giver. It's not really a receiver. And the tree has so much, there's so much concept, the, the, the concept behind it is really great. A tree, a tree takes nothing more than the earth, it bears necessities. When a tree performs a charitable deed for the worthy, such as bees, it benefits. But when it's unworthy, it termites and suffers. Same thing. The more, the more a tree casts its root deep upon the earth, the more it gains vitality. In the same manner, Jews, when, when, it, when we have good roots, which we talk about in Lesson 155, when we have good roots, everything flourishes. It's all about the roots. It's all about the belief system. The more a tree roots, they're broad and stable, the more the wide you are, the more you can give. The same thing. The more the more building that that stability. A disease, a tree that's diseased, must severely be pruned back to encourage new and stronger growth. Right? It's funny how we, my wife decided to buy a bonsai tree until I saw it on the Amex. The next thing, what what the heck is this? And this beautiful bonsai tree, not only does it cost to main, to maintain it, forget to maintain it, but it, it has there's an art to it. And if you don't, you know, take care of it, if you don't prune it the right way, you have to have a special, 
But if it dies, it has to be pruned. The same thing, our, ourselves. Anything that in our life is not working, is not, you need to prune it. You need to humble up. You need to refresh. That is the greatest thing about a tree. It just constantly can be recreated, refreshed by pruning back. Practically in our lives, we need to humble up. You humble up, you grow. We don't humble up, we get stole, we get in our ways, we get stuck in our things. You need to constantly refresh yourself. Prune the tree. Think about different strategies to prayer. Think about different strategies in business. Constantly prune the tree. If you don't prune the tree, it's not gonna, it can't refresh itself. It's a beautiful concept from this bonsai tree. Every single time I look at the bonsai tree, it's right next to my Hezbollah. I see this is constantly, that's it, pruning it. Refresh, refresh. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. At the end of the day, Rabbi Nathan tells us something absolutely beautiful. He says, what in the world is wrong with you? You know nothing any, anyway. God recreates the world every, every single day. So you might as well renew yourself. <laughs> you know nothing anyway. Do you understand? The whole point is, there's no point to come with yesterday's news to today's perspective of success. There's no point. There's no, it's such a waste of time. It's nothing but spilled milk. What do we need to have a bad attitude? Because it's a new day. And that's exactly how we have to live that, con- that, that concept. So again, in the same manner, when a person has character traits, such as arrogance, you have to minimize yourself so you can grow. You have to minimize yourself. You have to think of others. You have to minimize yourself. Make it simsim. The contraction for the sake of expansion. Expansions only come through contractions. Contractions is humility. There comes the expansions. But if a person is not willing to contract, he will never expand. That's our whole life is all about contractions expanding. Contractions and expansions. Look at the stock market. One month, stock market's up 20, 30%. Last year, it looked like it was going to, it's like, a, it's like a new world out there. Everything's changing. Everything's changing. Got to get with the program. A tree that yields fruits too early, such as the first three, three years of its life, can affect its vitality, root, and development in the same person's way. A person should not eat unripe fruits. Rabbi Nachman says unripe fruits can affect a person. And this is what, what he's talking about is getting something before the right time. This is exactly what's going on today in the world. We have these Generation Zs. They want to become famous. They want to become rich. They want it with no work. It's all premature. So what happens? One thing that goes into, doesn't go their way. They fall into trauma. They're not resilient enough to deal with life. We should not want things too fast because you get it fast, it's, you're not going to be able to handle it. So the same thing in life. Our work is to develop ourselves. Love, hard work. Love. Every single time you work on delayed gratification, you're, you're rectifying the instant gratification. Instant gratification is all about eating unripe fruit. If you take something before it's time, it's going to spoil. And this is where we need to start having patience. We need to start loving the process. And we cannot separate the process from the prize, which is the original sin that Adam did. The fourth day of creation, the, the, the Adam, what did, I'm sorry, the first day of Adam, what did he do? Instead of having relations with Chava on Friday night, he had it on Friday afternoon. Premature. All of this is causing Moshe Rabbeinu. Instead of speaking to the rock, he hit the rock. So you could see where the impulsiveness, the prematureness, Shem we should, Moshe Rabbeinu, we should even have these words. But it just, it teaches us the, the whole point. 
that if everything has its time, and when we try to take something before its right time, and I, I could never, I could tell you this all the time, the reason why pe- people relapse, two reasons why people usually relapse all the time. Number one, they get into a relationship in the middle of treatment. That's called trauma bonding. You're not ready for a relationship because you don't even know who you are yet. So people get in relationships and treatment, and guess what? I've yet to be invited for a wedding of treatment. I'm waiting for that invitation. I met that treatment and I got married. Doesn't happen because what's happening there is nothing but trauma bonding, love addictions, etc. And this is what's happening today. People, are, they get out of relationships, they haven't healed, they go into another wounded relationship with another wounded person and they get into trauma bonding and they think I'm in a relationship. No, you're not, you're not in a relationship. You're still avoiding the issue. So there's a time for everything. There's a time for relationship. Build yourself before you get into a relationship. Otherwise, it's just going to go premature. And this is what's happening. Nobody wants to do the freaking work today. And they're complaining why it's not working. It's because you are not doing any work. Bottom line, the reason why I have success in my life is because I have two more hours than you do every single day. So that's 14 hours a week. Okay? Time 14 hours a week. Times 365 hours. I don't even know how, how many of that. Whatever. Tons of hours, days created. Because you decide to put work. Everything requires work. There's, there's nothing else but work. Very simple. Ramnachman clearly says, everybody could be just like me. Just like you could be as great as, 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 as you. But, you know, you want to sleep in and not do work? Enjoy the nap. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy a mediocre life. That's what you will get out of life. I hate to be so blunt. But nobody's going to save you. You have to wake up early, plant a seed, have a muna, and make it grow. And make it grow. And make it grow. It's that simple. Nothing else but that simple. So exactly what, what we're saying here. Let's constantly, constantly have this concept of eating. And, and then when you're in the process, you're not interested in the prize so much. You, you're so obsessed with the process that the prize is just, is, is just it'll come. You know it'll come. And you don't freak out. You don't get depressed about you don't get anxious because you know this is the process. I cannot eat unripe fruit. Just like a mother cannot ha- take a baby before nine months. If she takes it before seven months, six months, it could hurt the child. It could hurt the mother and the child. A mother would never want to go early. We know premature, it's not good. It's not a good thing premature. The same thing, we have to understand this concept of our lives. Build yourself up. Build yourself up and enjoy the process. Another thing you can understand from this concept. And the same thing here. Trees never give up. They cut, they're cut back, they just grow back. Is your, is your comeback, is your, is your setback greater than your comeback? Ask yourself. The, come, the comeback has to be greater than the setback. I posted a beautiful picture of a bark with a little tree growing. And that's exactly our life. We're supposed to always re- recreate ourselves once there's destruction and constantly... Re- it's, 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 this is how we, we, were, we were created, etc. So, Reb Nachman says in Lesson 155, oh, sorry, before we get to that, why, why is there another reason why Shovavim, the Shovavim is the time the, per, the man has to work on these other certain weeks, the person has to work on, on building Shmirat Brit. Reb Nachman, Reb Nachman tells us a beautiful answer. So why is this connected to Tu Nelson says that in the Kutah Halachos, that if a person guards his covenant, but he does not have children, he's a dry tree. The biggest rectification is to eventually have children. Do you understand? The, that's why when you get married, your sins are, for, are forgiven. 
and your ki- and and when you have kids, that's a tremendous rectification for all the times that a person uses seed in the inappropriate way. So the whole point is to have kids. This is why you are here. You are not here just for lust. You're here to procreate. And with the procreation, remember the wife is, she's there to help you. She's there to guide you. She's your partner. But at the end of the day, your mitzvah is to have the kids. It's the guy's mitzvah to have the kids. And what's the purpose of having the kids? Is so he can transform his knowledge to his kids. And his name could, be, could live there forever. Person's legacy is his kids. His, his kids. What are his kids? That's how we transfer our consciousness. All we are at the end of the day is consciousness. When you hear Rav Nachman, when you hear Rav Natan, that's, that's his name. That's all you have. At the end of the day, all you have is that. There's no, there's no uh, moving companies at the, at the cemetery, guys. It's all you have is the good deeds you did in this world. Nobody's moving. You don't see anybody. Not, you can't take anything with you. Zero. Not your Bitcoin, not your stock. Zero. You can't take zero. All you could take is the good deeds you did and what you left over in this world. That's it. That's all you have. It's that simple. And if you don't have kids, it's very hard to do that. So you have to have kids to be able to, to become, again, to become a giver. And this is why he's saying, bearing children in holiness is the aspect of tikkun brit. Bearing fruit in holiness is the epitome of shmerat brit. We therefore see that tu bishrat shavavim are very, very, very connected. Because we don't want to just be a bunch of dry trees. And this is completely different than the other religions where, where, where monks and priests and, and they don't have, they don't have, they don't have relations, they don't have kids. At the end of the day, that's not the point. We have to go into this world, procreate and relive. It's not enough if I could just, you know, be a, be a monk all my life or be a priest and not have kids. That's not the Jewish, the, the Jewish way. The Jewish way is, is to give over what you have so, we can, so it becomes procreates, etc. The last concept, Lesson 155, which is a beautiful, beautiful concept. What Rabbi Nachman tells us that sadness is very, it's a very, sadness is a very evil trait. And if a person is not traveling, the reason why we are, unfortunately, we don't have vitality to do something is because of this concept. And this is the exile that we're in today. It's ultimately about fighting sadness. We've said this numerous, numerous times. And Rabbi Nachman says that there's a very direct, direct correlation between faith and sadness. So an indication that you have faith is an indication that you have some kind of joy in your life, in one area of your life. That means you're able to, we all, we're all, we just, you know, I just said, wow, I just got something fixed. Next thing you know, my back is out. So I'm like, okay, this is this world. No, nothing in this world is going to be perfect. This is, this is fixed. Either, we, either you're in a problem, you just got out of one, or you're about to go into one. There's no shalom here. So at least we can make the best out of whatever, whatever's happening in our lives. This is, the marriage is fixed, next thing you know, the business employee issue. Next thing you know, the employee issue, next thing you know, you got a, you know, a, a hip, your hip problem. I mean, what, what am I going to tell you? <laughs> what, what in the world can I tell you that you are not living in any form of olam hazeh? This is why the Gemara says if a person has 40 days without suffering, he's already given his olam haba. That's it. Now, we want, a suffering could be, you know, forgetting your wallet at home. Suffering could be, you know, Putting money in the in you, you you thought you had five dollars in there now you have only three dollars, so we want that should be our suffering. That means we should have, we should be our our, our Uber Eats should be delayed for twenty minutes. That should be our the, our our biggest suffering that we should have instead of real sufferings. This should not be, 
you know, Uber Eats, the guy's late for 30 minutes. This should not be where you should take all your... That should be your biggest problem. So it's extremely important. In order to get 10 cents on the dollar of this judgment, we re- that's what we want. We, everybody wants a good deal in heaven. And a good deal is, is, is created by taking whatever problems with a good attitude. That's how you make the deal a great deal. I haven't seen a Jew that doesn't want a good deal in life. You, you want a good deal in life? You smile and you take the first deal and you say, I should have deserved 20, 20 times worse. I agree, Hashem. Don't test me today, but whatever I'm saying, I agree, I deserve, that's what you should say. This happened to me, I deserve 20 times worse, I got 10 cents on the dollar. Jump for joy and be besimcha. Throw the sechel away, throw your little mind away, you know nothing anyway, open up the heart and feel that you're loved in heaven. It's the greatest advice I would give to all the people who, are, who think they're intelligent or think they can strategize. You know nothing. I keep on telling people how much you have to remind yourself how much you know absolutely nothing. Remember, we don't want to be intelligent. We want to have wisdom. Intelligent can lead to major arrogance. Wisdom, you know when to shut your mouth. And this is where silence before wisdom. We submit, we surrender before we think we know something. Big difference. I'm intelligent, I need to figure this out. No, sometimes you just need to be silent. Where do we know this? We know this from the partial of the week last week, where the Jews says, God will fight for you. You don't have to do anything right now. Even if you're playing, stop praying. God will win the war for you. Even that, the concept of, of silence, the, the silence before wisdom, is an unbelievable thing. So I'm not telling us here, that he says, when, he, when we walk around with no faith, it's, very, it's exactly the same thing as placing wheat in good earth. If the, good, if the earth is strong, if the, if the, if the, if the uh, earth is good, then what happens? It grows and sprouts. And it's not harmed by winds or thunders, etc. Right? Because what is a muna? There's, there's, muna means things grow. And what happens? If you, if you have good earth, Hurricane, you know, here we have tons of hurricanes here in Florida. And all of a sudden, what happens? You see one tree down and one tree knocked over. One tree up, one tree down. In the same place. What's the difference? Right? The difference is that one has good earth. And the other one, the earth cannot handle the winds. Will you have winds in life? Yes. You will have winds in life. Don't worry about the winds. They're going to come. What you need to do is make sure your earth is strong. Make sure your earth. That's the only thing you should worry about. Is how much earth. Earth represents humility. Earth represents faith also. How is the earth? How is your earth? How is it planted? Is it planted good or not? I mean, it's going to, the winds are going to come. But if I don't have good, good earth, if I don't have a good foundation, then these winds end up taking and they, and they knock over. And the same thing Rabbi Nachman saying here, is know that Imuna, faith, is the aspect of growing power. The grow, the, the, it sprouts, as it says in, 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 uh, in Megillah Esther, the, uh, the Amen, he raised Hadassah as expression of connoting growth. Our sages says that faith is also in Gemara Shabbat 31, which, is, is, which talks about the order of seeds. Therefore, when one has faith, things will grow in his life. He will have growing power, sprouting power, and he's not harmed by any obstacle, and he's not afraid of anybody or anybody. 
he prays with vitality, he travels where he needs to go, if he needs to go to Moldova, Uman, I don't care if there's a war, who couldn't care less about these wars. This war is still going on. He continues with his strong determination if he has faith. It's extremely important. You should not, any time that you're going to worry about wins in life, you're just wasting your time because nobody's going to shelter you from uncertainty in life. You could talk to therapists all day long to avoid uncertainty. It will not help. And not only will it not help, nobody can say what's going to happen tomorrow. But what you could do is you could say, I'm going to have good earth, and if I have good earth, then the winds can come, and there'll be a challenge. But if I don't have that good earth, forget it. Then you have to worry about it. It's pretty much living in a table with three legs. You know, you're trying to stabilize it all the time. You're trying to put a peg. That's not a way to live. You have to put that fourth leg on the table. But when he has, when he has faith, when he has faith, he does not, he, things will have the power to, to grow and, he, and nothing will. And otherwise, the, the earth itself represents Adama. Remember, Yudkei Vavkei, God's name, Yudkei Vavkei. What does the last hay represent? Machut, right? The last hay represents earth. That's our life. We have, to, we have to create that good earth. And you see that the earth, the roots of a person, it's hidden. You can't see the roots. It's not something you could see. You, don't, you can't see the roots of a tree right now. It's something you build. It's something that's hidden. You don't have to tell everybody about it. Build your roots every single day. How do you do that? Prayer, learning, all of these classes, etc. They build you good roots. So when you do have something happen, you don't fall into post-traumatic stress. You fall into post-traumatic growth. PTSG, that's what it's supposed to be. Amuna gives you PTSG. When you lose your faith, you end up in PTSD. Remember, we want to go to PTSG, post-traumatic growth, not post-traumatic stress my whole life. That's because we didn't have, the roots need to be stronger. May Hashem help us that we should all have strong roots and go hug a tree today in the merit of Tubishvat. Say a bracham. Thank, thank Hashem for the trees. Thank for the oxygen. Once, you know, I never recognized the, the, how important trees are until I was in Uman a couple of years ago. And in Uman, unfortunately, pretty much, I don't know why all these breast lovers are smoking cigarettes. I have no idea why. They should have. They're talking to Hashem, what do you need a cigarette for? But I'm not going to judge anybody. But next thing you know, going to Uman, all these Israelis smoking cigarettes, it's a chimney. It's a chimney. It's a chimney. And all of a sudden, there's a park called the Sofia Park, right outside Uman. And you walk, you, that's the first time I recognized what oxygen was. You walk into that park, and you felt like, wow. It was just, a, it, was a, it was oxygen and ruach. And it was all because of the trees. The trees give oxygen. So may Hashem help us all, that we should all build fundamentals, plant a seed, and make it grow by having faith. Have a great day.